What is up, ladies and gents? Welcome to another episode of The Essential 11, as always, brought to you by Acton Academy, Acton Academy Placer. Uh, and today's guest uh, is a buddy of mine by the name of Dan Moore. Uh, Dan uh, was a California guy, recently moved out uh, to Arizona. He is the president, uh, he was actually the founder, president of Vista Dash, um, and they are still uh, making waves in the automotive community. Um, but he also just released a book uh, called Do More, Get More. And so the first more, M-O-O-R-E, Get More, um, The Road to You, all about self-awareness. So we dive into uh, to a lot of that concept, a lot of the concepts around the book uh, in this episode. He's also an upcoming speaker here in TEDx Roseville. So I think you're going to enjoy this conversation, ladies and gents. Dan Moore. I'm here with my buddy, Dan Moore. And you're right. I was like, you know what? We don't even, dude, we don't need to prep anything. We don't need to talk. We just go. We just, that's, that's some of our best conversations, man. I mean, it's just, just go. Just going. And I think that's, you know, we were just talking about it, dude. You and I are both in that mindset of like, you know, everybody's kind of in this panic state right now and it's because of change and I totally get it, yep. but this is kind of our daily operation. Like this is our MO. We're all about pushing change and we're all about used to dealing with change on a day-to-day basis. Um, so this is not necessarily a panic bill for us. No, but it's also, too, just about finding that light in the dark. I mean, That's you got to look at, hey, there's going to be lumps and bumps along the way. I mean, that happens regardless of a pandemic. I mean, one minute you're winning, the next minute you're losing. It's it's kind of how you take that spin, and it's how you, you know, come – kind of you know rise from the ashes if you will um i think that's the piece that everybody's missing right now is just whoa time out it it really is and it's like we've, we've gotten lulled you know and it's not even this is not a surprise either but we've gotten lulled into this weird sense of of just letting life control us and others tell us what to do and we just kind of been you know this boat in the ocean that's just kind of going wherever the waves rather than being intentional and so now something forces us to have to have an intentional thought around it and and you know we're kind of panicking around that where you and I what we you know we've always talked about is the fact that circumstances should not dictate your emotions ever well and, and again easier said than done we're humans right I mean that's of course of but what's interesting in this if you think about it is is some of it could be even if and again but I'm no you know psychologist or doctor by any means but What's been interesting, though, is think about this for a second. Is it because now maybe we realize our why is a lie? Right. Because you've just stripped everybody of right. the common buzz of life, meaning right. financial, like, like this whole kind of yep. substance world that we kind of live in. It's the go, right? It's the winning mentality. Yeah. Right? That's what we, we're, we're consuming it by a fire hose. And it's like, wait a minute, I can't win right now. Yeah. And then it's like, well, wait a minute. Then you start looking at this too and you go, you're home, quarantined with your family, and you realize that time with the family, that, that if you will, intentional time, yeah. whether you want it or not, is in your face and you're like, I'm, man, this is, when it's all said and done, if I lost everything today, that, that's still here, Mike, yep. right? No matter what, we weather this storm together, good or bad. That's putting some things into perspective that I think maybe some people lost sight of because they've been running the rat race and they're in that hamster wheel going 100 miles an hour. And it's like, you just got called timeout. The question is, what are you going to do in this timeout? And that's exactly right. That's exactly right. I love how you put that too. The, it looks like maybe your why was a lie if you're, if you're buying into this 
to the panic, you know, and that's, and that's one of the things that, you know, at the, at the school with the parents, you know, anybody with my friends, with my own family, I'm always trying to get back and try to dive into, to that why and what it really is. And, and what you find is that what people will say it is and what they've even convinced themselves that it is, it's in times of crises where you realize, nope, you were off on that, you know, and, and you really do as much as you're saying, you don't live in fear. No, you live in fear. And so this is something that you're now being, you know, you're thrust upon you. That's a weird situation. And the fear is coming out. The, yeah. the panic is coming out. Um, you know, and it's that fear. We have to get, I made a, I actually made, I usually don't make a meme and I'm not even like a big meme connoisseur, you know, but I definitely don't make them. But dude, I made one the other day and posted it to my Instagram story. First of all, I was super proud that I figured out how to make a meme, but <laughs> it was the whole Maury Povich meme that's like this, you know, a, a background that's, um, you know, pretty popular. And I put at the top something, you know, along the lines of, um, you know, you, you said, though, I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. But COVID-19 has determined that was a lie. And that was a very direct shot at the fact that I know so many people. Yeah, I'll, I'll, just, uh, I can hear the, I can hear the shuffle in the background. Alex, yeah. Alex, Alex, Alex trying to hold it together right now. Oh, we're live. <laughs> but dude, it's, but it's so true, man. Like so many people that are like, ah, oh, I don't fear. I have God with me. I have, and whatever, you know, whatever your, your faith is or your belief or your, I'm not worried about that right now, but so many people will claim that. And then circumstance changes and nope, that wasn't but, but, true. But here's the thing though, that's the fundamental disconnect. Yep. Is that we all, we're, we're humans, we'll operate in fear. The, the reality is you have two choices, let the fear consume you or embrace the fear. I have a lot of fears. I fear every day I get up. But the reality of it is, is that you have to embrace it and understand, I will today control what I can control. Yep. You know, you can sit yep. there and fear yourself to death and, and fear yourself to, to as I say, enabling yourself, no, pausing, exactly. losing momentum yep. to just like frozen. Yeah. You've got to go for every inch Yeah, and you got to keep moving forward. I yep. mean, it sucks. It's not fun. Everybody's in a different place in a different situation. So I'm by no means trying to say, Hey, I've got it all figured out. Heck I'm stumbling sure. on my own blocks. But the reality of it is, is I am more worried about, not failing and not trying than I am about being held accountable to fear. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's that inaction. That's the killer. It was cool, man. I had, a, um, I had a zoom conversation with, uh, four or five other Acton owners yesterday. And so look, everybody's, everybody's feeling the effects of this, everything. I mean, everybody is worldwide. We are all feeling the effects of it. What I love though, was that we went, okay, how's everybody doing? Quick check-in, anything we can help you guys with. And then, went, okay, so now what? What's next? How's everybody moving forward? What is next on the agenda for you at your campus with your students, with your families? What is the next step? Because guess what? We're going to come out of this. And so then what? And we still kept the eye on, you know, we weren't delusional that nothing's going on. Yes, things are going on. Here's how we're managing it right now. But we're continuing to also look to the future of what's next. We're not going to stop moving forward. What's next? And also, what are you learning? Of course. What has yep. this taught you? Okay, yeah. great. We need to be able to yep. take education to instantly flip the switch to, to online, to a, a different way of serving. Because again, 
we have no control over what's going to happen, but what we do have control over is how things are being done, right? Yep. And, and we know that everybody's just wanting connection right now. I mean, you know, I've got some connections, right? So I, mean, sure. I reached out to someone and it's funny, Facebook's like messengers up 50%. Yeah. Facebook live engagement up more than double. Yep. I mean, hello, people are wanting to connect and, yeah. and being able to, it's becoming cliche already because you know I started using the word fluid and then like fluid is the new word and I'm like okay I gotta find a different I gotta word. find but, a different word <laughs> I was like but play on words is how do you operate in, in a ever changing environment because I'm tired of the word fluid okay so mm -hmm. so whatever is coming at you how can you navigate and pivot based on what's happening and and so for school right schools are now uh, you know the girls their school just got shut down for the year even though it was kind of funny it's like. They, they end in May. So yeah. It was a tough call to figure that one out. But I'm yeah, like, okay, right? okay yeah. we, we finally figured that out. I saw that. But they're doing some good stuff and they're embracing yep. technology and yep. the ability to do it. But it's like, I think what, what people are losing sight of in this is they're, they're short-sighted in the sense of I'm putting a Band-Aid on this temporary problem because in my mind it's only temporary instead of looking at how do I capitalize on what is temporary but could be forever. Right. Meaning – it could forever change the way I do business or the way I look at something, right? Like kind of yes. what you've done with active. Yep. Hey, here's why I went down this road is because I believe the education system needed a paradigm shift. We needed yep. to spur entrepreneurship way of thinking versus an only academic way of thinking. Right. Okay, great. That's something. So what are we doing right now to change that even further? Right. 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 That's exactly it. It's the, the, <laughs> That was one of the interesting things we jumped into in the conversation as we're going, look, and when I was talking with the other owners, we're like, we, you know, we don't want to exploit. We want to make sure we're not exploiting something and we don't want to beat anybody over the head because I am so ridiculously supportive of all the amazing teachers and administrators who are out there who are making things happen for their kids. Like I'm the biggest advocate for all of them right now. Like I love it. It's fantastic. hundred percent. I think, I think learning goes like, across every which way because 100%. there are people that need to go to, as we'll just use the word traditional way of schooling, right? Yep. There are yep. people that need that level. There are others that others, kids that are a little bit more free thinking and, and, and going a different direction. Great. You know, entrepreneurial points right at your direction. This Everybody gets hung up on it's a one size fits all world. It is not. We are the most diversified, right? Global, if we will, at a yeah. global scale, um, group of people. So, yep. so not. It doesn't. We we got to start stop with the isms, right? You know, even even we're doing that right now in this epidemic. Non essential and essential. I've now deemed your worth by are you non essential or essential? Unreal. Are we stupid? Unreal. How about everybody's essential? But okay. in this moment, we've got to think about just solving. The, the problem of slowing the pace down. Yeah. Let's not put labels on things yep. and, and value something based on what we think is human. What we have to understand is that there is there are things that people want to interact with and engage with in different points and times in their life, at different ages, at yeah. different um, crossroads as far as yeah. you know, things pivot. And right. we just kind of stay in that swim lane. Stop just, this is it. You know, yeah. I, and, and yeah. I commend you because you've been open that way. You're, you're not saying, hey, just because you're not doing what we're doing, you're bad. You're saying, hey, look, this is just a different way. And I, and I love on every teacher. I love on every school because mm -hmm. they are providing – they're building the future, period. They, they are. They absolutely are. And, again, some of my – you know, and some of our mutual friends, some of my, some of my yeah. best friends on the planet, you know, are, are traditional educators in a traditional environment. And 
I am 110% for them. I love that. We can, you know, I don't want to ever discount them because they are, they're pouring into the future and they are amazing human beings. Um, you know, and, and I think the, the opportunity here is just to understand if anything needs to shift, it can, it's just that mindset of being able to adapt. You know, we, we were forced into adaptation right now. And so those that are kind of ready and willing to adapt, uh, you know, and this is true in business as well, right? If you're ready and willing to adapt, you're always going to come out ahead. hundred uh, percent. You're always going to come out ahead, you know? And so that's it. Like, that's all I'm talking about is that kind of mindset of, Yes, being able to learn and by, I think self-directing that learning is vast important because you can do it anytime, anywhere, yeah. being okay with understanding that, but then being just as willing to unlearn as soon as circumstances change. And this way I've done things is no longer relevant. And so now I can take that back and just as calmly and efficiently move forward and do this the new way that now makes more sense. Right? It's yeah. the same thing I try to help organizations with, the same mindset I try to get the parents and the kids to understand. So when's the act and homeschooling coming out? That's, I mean, it's in effect right now. There you go, buddy. You know? So I, I, I'm just saying, because you got to look at the things. Here's the, here's the things that can change, right? Yep. And, and, and again, you know me, I, I'm not, education is not my wheelhouse by yeah. any, any stretch. But kind of looking at it, you're going to have people that come out of this and go, hmm, yep. this is kind of crazy. Maybe I want to bring my kids in a controlled environment. I mean, hey, People go this way. Sure. So how do you, how do you educate, yeah. you know, how do you open that gate to better education? Because we all know that there's some good homeschooling, some bad homeschooling. Of I mean, course. It is of what course. it is. Yeah, but of course. It, it, and some of it comes to, you're only as good as the toolkit you have. Of course. That's it. Which, so, and, and for the kids, some of their toolkit has to do with their parents. And as much, you know, as, and that's one thing Acton exposes, I think is, is um, it exposes your parenting. It exposes your parenting styles and people either like that or they don't. Um, but that's the reality of it is it exposes that. So some of the kids, their tool, their tool. I'm a fan, man. I'm a fan because hey, for the parents that are watching, if you want your kids to excel, you've got to be a hundred times on top of it than the educator. If That's you're it. not supporting the educator, you're not pouring into your kids. Yep. I don't understand what results you're hoping to have. It's because a losing again, battle, man. It's a just because you build it doesn't mean they're going to come. Yep. It's a losing battle. That's exactly. So, it. so don't so, worry about investing in college. Yeah. I'm, worry about investing in right now. Yes. Because you can invest in college all you want. If you haven't invested now, that college fund ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. And it's not going to, and you know what? And it's not, and it's not going to make a lick of difference later on. Yep. Make a lick of difference investing right now into that young person. Yep. I, I want to say those are all proven facts. I mean, there's statistics. I've studied enough. I've watched this guy enough. Yeah. Just tell me. It's true story. Absolutely true story. So good, man. So get speaking of story, like before we even jump into these 11 questions, man, Aside from being just one of my favorite people on the planet, tell oh, other thanks, people. Brother. Oh man, so it's so true. I never, I, I absolutely, I can say without a doubt, I love you. I think you are a fantastic human, um, and and I never, it's a double negative, but I never don't have a great conversation and and feel good <laughs> anytime I get to talk to you. You know, so I mean, yep. that's just a yep. true story. But so tell people, uh, give them kind of the Reader's Digest version of all of these. I mean. It's hard to do with everything that you've been doing and been up to, but give people an idea. Uh, yeah, so currently serving as president of a company called Visadash in the automotive space. It's a marketing intelligence platform that helps dealer better navigate their marketing spends. Um, on top of that, I'm also the author of Do More, Get More, yeah, baby. Uh, a book about tapping into your self-awareness and your why, really kind of 
a little bit of my journey of just going from being stuck to getting unstuck. And again, it, it's, it's not the, uh, the, the typical hype of, you know, hey, if you do this, you're going to be great. It's, it's just coming to terms with you looking in the mirror and you challenging you to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. You want you, you want to have the fancy cars and all the money, great. You want to just go, hey, I just want to make a, a good living and pour into my family, great. Yeah. It really is just about getting to the level of honesty with yeah. yourself and being the best human you can be. Because at the end of the day, if you're not the best human being, how do you expect to be the best father, the best husband, the best wife, the best mother? You, you get the effect here, right? Yeah. So it starts with you. And if you're stuck, unfortunately, you're the problem. Right. And you've got to navigate through that. And that's why I wrote the book. And that's why I wrote the book, which is one of my favorite books of 2019. Was it the end of 2019? Yeah. The end of 2019 when I read that? Yeah. And I mean, I definitely. I wrote it just in time to make it your favorite. You just did. In just, just in time to get in there. Top of mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And it was super good. And I love, you know, I mean, there's the old adage of actions speak louder than words. And I think one of the best things about this book is it makes you, you do, you have to have an honest conversation with yourself. Are my actions and my words lining up? Yep. Right? Like, are they the same? And if they're the same and I'm happy, there we go. If those are off or I'm discontent for some reason, then there's some work to do. You know, I mean, that's the best way to. 100%. And it's easy to talk about everything. It's harder to do it. And and that was, you know, kind of the premise, even the joke, even like you gave me our time. Like, I didn't know you're writing a book because I operate on that philosophy. I don't talk about it until I've done it. Yep. If I'm talking about it, I haven't done it. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta do it and then yeah. you can talk about it. That's sometimes, exactly. you know, people are like, Oh, that's just a bad way of thinking. I'm like, that's just who I am. And yeah. you know what? I'm totally okay with it. A hundred percent. And it works, man. It works. No, I love that. Yeah. And Vista Dash, I saw you, you did a video or something the other day and you put yeah. something up and, um, it, it caught, it caught my eye partially just because you're the handsome man and you're also wearing ah. your you're wearing your vista dash hat too and i'm like oh wait i have that hat but yeah i mean that was that was when <laughs> you came in and uh spoke to spoke to our students last year man and, and one of their uh you know one of their favorite talks uh the entire year we have somebody that comes in you know each week and and they just they still talk about that to this day uh, so well me. i'm always up for another at bat so once we get Absolutely. to uh, get the clearance man you know, yeah, I, I got a hold. It's almost like now it's, it's like I told you when we had breakfast, when I was back in town over New Year's, it's like, that's the new game for me. I, yeah. I, I got to hold, I got to hold the championship belt. I got 19 yeah. and I need to come get 20. That's right. right. I'm going to have um, to make a championship belt. Yeah. yeah, you got to, I mean, and you can give it to me when I come okay. this next go around for okay. 19. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I think this year's content, uh, you know, just, you know me, how much I love pouring into these young kids. Yeah. I, I got some new stuff in the bag, so I think uh, I think I can hold that championship. That's awesome, man. Yeah, no doubt, and I know they'll I know they'll dig it. Well, and then we know for sure. So as of right now, we're planning on. And by the way, I'm going to be making a video and sending it out um, today too. But as it as it stands right now, when we're recording this here, March what is it, thirty first? Thirty first. Thirty first. So um, as it stands right now, July eighteenth is still a go for for TEDx Roseville. Obviously, if things shift will have to shift i'm hoping we will not have to shift and we're still moving forward you know as as if we are not going to have to shift so um but you are going to be one of our featured speakers at tedx roseville too and you're gonna be talking a little bit about that about that why 
Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I'm definitely going to punch on that one. Yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to have you. And there's going to be some, um, and I'm going to give kind of everybody when I, when I put out the video to all the speakers today, I'm going to kind of give everybody a flavor of just who all is going to be there and speaking and some of the topics. And, um, so, you know, I'll make sure I send that your way, but definitely looking forward to having you here for, uh, for that as well. I have no doubt you're going to crush it. And it's, um, it's one of the ones I'm looking forward to the most, man. It's going to be, it's going to be great. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's going to be good stuff. Oh yeah. That's um, fun. Yeah. 10 minutes, man. 10 minutes to pack a punch. I Dude, it's it, it so is, hard. you know what though? It's, um, it, it plays on part of even the setup. It's intentional. You have to, you, you have to be in there on the, you just got to be on your game yeah. focused and you've got to hit the opening good substance in the middle and then close it apart. That's exactly right. And so, you know, one of it was, I was working with a couple of the other, um, couple of the other speakers here that are local and, um, haven't necessarily spoken as, as much, you know, in front of audiences and they're going, okay, you know what? And I tell them, you know, for a lot of my keynotes, I, I, I know for a fact that the opening, the closing, those are the two parts that people are going to remember the most. Right. And then they get a general feeling for how it went earlier. You know, they'll get some takeaways and stuff, but they have a general feeling and that's kind of how they remember it. What's interesting about this is again, you've got, you've got to be intentional because the time is so short. My keynotes, you know, when companies bring me in, it ranges from 60 to 90 minutes. Yes. So I've got, you know, a ton of time to, to just build content and build yes. stories and go back and play on stories and have conversations. And I've got you know, a ton of time to kind of work this thing as I'm there, 10 minutes, you got to be super intentional. And of course, with the TED, people are going to be able to go back and watch it. So that middle part, it can't just leave them with a feeling, you got to have something in there they can take away. You know, so it's a whole different craft uh, to create that kind of that kind of content. Oh, 100%. I've been testing. Yeah, um, the whole time. Yeah, since, since yeah. we talked, I was like, yeah. okay, now it's time to get to work. Yeah. And yeah. You know me as a data guy. I'm like, yeah. okay. So I've seeded content out. I've done some yep. videos, played around. I see what people are syncing with. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's, I mean, no pressure. No pressure. That's super cool. No pressure at all, man. No pressure at all. No, it's going to be great. So as we jump into these 11 questions, man, we're going to start with just kind of a, uh, kind of an easy one. And, um, you know, so again, this is, this is driven from 1500 youth ages 13 to 22. And so it's just their questions to operators and people that are making things happen. And so the first one they have is just who are some people that are inspiring to you. And so you can take this as, as people that have been mentors for you or people that you just kind of look to, you know, in business or in life, uh, you can take it anywhere you want to go with that. But a couple people who are, are kind of inspirational to you. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I always say good, bad, or indifferent because everybody has perspectives. Sure. Um, but I would tell you this, everybody has something to offer, right? So, so true, man. So from, from the, you know, the, the janitor to, that you walk by in a hallway at school to whatever, everybody has knowledge. To pass. Yep. Yep. Um, and so I would tell you, you know, obviously I've, I've been, it's been an amazing ride because I've been able to get close to some of these people and, and have real conversations face to face. You know that we both have had our yep. opportunities to talk to Gary Vee, yep. uh, and the dude's just as real as it gets. Yep. And so it's good perspective. Uh, you know, for me being an auto, Grant Cardone was the thing that I grew up with. Sure. Just coming into auto, watching the sales training videos, which there's pieces that Grant offers that really kind of makes you stop and think. Yep. Uh, but it's interesting. I've been, you know, spending a lot of time watching Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Almost yeah. like a student, if you will. Yeah. Um, and just the uh, the work ethic, the the push, the never satisfied kind of just all in attitude. Yep. Um, and watching him, watching the brilliance 
of the, you know, wrestling to movie to brand. So if yeah. you think about just that, like he found his niche, he's like, Hey, I'm doing well, but there's more to be had. So then he moves up, he goes into the movie arena. Right. And he starts ups and downs. Right. But then just hits this road and then goes, I'm going to double down now brand ambassador for, you know, under armor boss water, yeah. like making my own tequila, like summer pet projects. Oh wait, that's right. I also partnered with my, Danny Garcia, who is his ex-wife, by the way, and yeah, manager, right. to build a multi, you know, mega agency. Like the brilliance in all of it, but yet the human side of it. You you were married, you had an ex-wife, and most people that have an ex-wife, there's no fairy tale story to this. Yep. It's is what but they're friends that run a business. He's remarried, has another, has you know, daughters, and yet look at the ecosystem. It just proves you could be a good human being and double down and, move and make sure everybody's taken care of. Right. So, I mean, just that mindset to me was fascinating. Kevin Hart's another one. I mean, comedian, yeah. great guy, yeah. but if you look past what we just see here and see what all he does, there, there's, there's that study. Um, so very intriguing. And, and those are the ones that I've been watching uh, at the same point in time, just kind of reconnecting too on, on, you know, and again, everybody has a different walk. So whatever your faith is, Right. That is yours and whatever's mine is mine. And I say right. like, get it, just getting connected to some really good stories and thoughts about maintaining that level of being a good human being. Right. Yeah. Uh, and to me, that's, those are some of the ones, you know, that, that kind of gravitate towards too. So good, uh, man. I love that you said that too. So I've got, I've got kind of this, um, this kind of running list, you know, of, of, um, people that I, I'm, I need to have just at least have a conversation with at some point and, and mostly to be able to thank them. But that is, that is my biggest thing is that they've achieved some level of success, but it's the quality human being that has come out. And Dwayne Johnson is, is one, I only have three guys on the list and Dwayne's on Dwayne's on that list um, because of exactly what you said, you know, the, the work ethic, the, the genius that, I mean, uh, hard to match all of that, but the, he is matched that effort in that arena with the quality of, of human that he is and the way he treats people and the way he pours back into people and the way he maintains that mindset, you know, and I think it's just massively impressive. There's very few people that um, I would be excited. I definitely don't get starstruck ever. Um, but there's very few people I would be actually just really excited to Yeah, that'd be the giddy little 12 year old moment for me. Yeah, uh, for sure. I would. I would. For a quick second. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, oh my, you know, like yeah. the shock factor. Um, yeah. LeBron's another good one too. I mean, uh, you know, he, he gets criticized. One. He gets yep. criticized in a couple of different ways. But here's the thing: yep. he uses his platform the right way. He can say whatever he wants because he backs it. He pours into the school systems. He's donated countless amount of money. Like the dude's real. Yeah. He will speak his mind, and, yep. and he's he's made his mind clear about how he views you know the, the current presidency. He, right. he says it all, but. Here's the thing. I don't get aggravated by it because he puts it down. He does, he does the right things, meaning he can state his mind, but then he goes and says, I'm, but I'm going to contribute to helping or pushing exactly to get resolved versus exactly. I'm just puppeteering yep. with no action. And there's a lot of those guys out there that are doing it, unfortunately, and gals. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's kind of a cliche word, but real will always get real. Yep. And, and for me, my list is always driven on people that are real Yep. in yep. that moment, what it, what it is they're doing. And, yep. and Hey, you know, like anything, there's short and long-term investments. There's some that'll be forever on my list and never change. There'll be some that will come and go based on the fact of where they pivot and shift and where I pivot and shift. That's exactly again, right. You gotta so stay good. real. So good. So 
Second question is around, so, you know, you have this, this great book and the book is really kind of around, um, you know, it's around self-awareness, right. To, to put a, a kind of a term to it. And so, uh, but the second question is, is really around self-confidence. And so the question is kind of what is your, you know, really, did you always consider yourself to be self-confident? Do you consider yourself to be self-confident now? Um, and what is that, you know, maybe what did that journey look like or what do you do now to, to try to maintain confidence? Uh, that's a good one, man. So, so, you know, this will be that point where, where we'll just expose it the way it is. Uh, confidence is touch and go with me. Yeah. Young wise, not, not really strong in that one. Uh, you know, it's one of those things as kind of a person that's more naturally introverted. Yep. So yeah, confidence yep. is always a, a struggle to, to an extent. Yeah. Um, but my confidence, my confidence is also a little bit of a fuel off the fact that I have an amazing wife who, I think at times believes in me way more than I believe in myself. So that fuels. And again, if you, you know, not to self plug the book again, but if you read the book, yeah. um, I even talk about it more is about ecosystem yep. where I lack in confidence at times, or I feel like I have self doubt. I pull on my ecosystem yeah. to fuel me to push through. Super uh, smart. Yeah. Cause I, I, guys, like, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're watching this young kids, I tell you this right now, you're always going to have self doubt you're not the guys that are online creating these, you know, this, this mega confidence. Good for them. I'm just going to be real with you and say, we all have doubt. There's days I get up and go, what am I thinking? There's days that I go, you know, why am I pushing this extra minute? Is it really worth it? I'm just real with myself. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, but at the same point in time, I'm not afraid to say, I can't do this alone. I believe life is a team sport. And the more that you get the right team built around you, ecosystem, you know, whether it's a spouse, your kids, great friends, like this guy right here, yeah. uh, there are people that fuel you. And, and even like when Matt opened this up, he talked about, you know, how I fuel him and he gets excited every time we have a call. It's because when right people get in the right room, they yep. fuel each other. They bring out the best. It's kind of like if you're a golfer and you go want to go be best at golf, play with someone that's better than you. It's going to level right. your game up, right? The old adage, you want to be a millionaire, hang out with a millionaire. It, it's because it changes your psyche. It changes your game. Yep. So while I've maybe lack in confidence from time to time, and it's nothing that's ever going to change, there'll always be a lack or a doubt somewhere. I know how to go fuel it. I know where to, what, what station to pull up to yes. to fill the tank so I can push. That's it. Um, that's the self-awareness. That's the that's me it. looking in the mirror and being honest saying, I know I have self-doubt. I need to go get the fix. That's right? it. That is it. And that I could not have said it better. Kudos. Absolutely. Kudos to your wife. She, Kelly's a, um, Kelly's a phenomenal woman too, man. You got to go in and, and, you know, great kids. And, and a lot of that is, and it's both of you guys together, but I know you're on the road, you know, you're a road warrior for a long time like me too. And so our wives, hold things down, man. Um, so definitely yeah. hats off the, the real heroes in the story, man, the real heroes in the story. hundred percent, man. Our job exists only to make, you know, their job, uh, to, I don't know what the saying was, but it basically just means the wives are way more important. So let's just stop there. Um, but you know, but I love what you said that life is a team sport and you got to know where to go to pull during those, during those moments. There are days when I get up and it's, it is, it's like, I'm dude, you know what I'm done. And maybe it is for that day. It's, it's really, for me, it just is how quickly can I get, get over myself? How quickly can I get past that moment? Right. And so sometimes it is, I gotta, I gotta call somebody. I gotta go talk to somebody. I gotta go grab my, you know, one of my kids. I gotta grab my wife. 
Sometimes it literally is. Maybe I need to jump on YouTube real quick and watch a five minute Dwayne Johnson video where he's talking right. about something. And that shifts me into the mindset, you know, but it's how quickly can you get over that moment? Yeah, I love that. So is there anything then with kind of the, you know, any doubt going in and out? Is there anything that you still get anxious around? Because that's the third question. Is there anything, you know, anything that, that you still kind of have, have anxiety with, um, get anxious about? And if so, what do you do with that? Yeah, I mean, I think anxious is, is you know, it, it comes down to something maybe a little bit different. And, and again, everybody has different points of it. My, my kind of anxiety rails is, am I, am I pushing hard enough? You know, it, it's more focused around me and going, am I showing up better and better? Like, you know, the second I feel like I'm kind of plateauing or kind of hitting like the easy button, if you will. Yeah. Um, I question what, what am I what am I doing? Yeah. And in, in that moment, what, what's, what's going on? It's more of an accountability to yourself. Yeah. Because it's like, at the end of the day, it's my, my curiosity. And, and to some extent, part of my multitude of whys is what am I truly capable of mm. as a human? What, what have I left? There's always more in the tank. I mean, you look at some of the guys, another great one I had to list is Goggins, right? David Goggins. I mean, sure. The, the, the mental stamina in that guy is phenomenal. Yep. Um, so I always kind of in, in, in reference back to him or listen to his, his audio book when I'm kind of plateauing because it's like you always have more in the tank. Yeah. Yeah. 40% rule, right? A hundred percent, you know, and, and, and I've done some challenges that kind of, I mean, I did that 75 hard challenge and that will push you. Yes, it will. So what you have in the tank as yep. far as your scheduling, the way you operate life, the habits you've formed. Yep. Um, so, you know, again, it, it's, it's all rewiring. I'm fascinated and anxious about what, what the next rewire. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And I think that's, um, yeah, I, I would, I almost think that I mirror that in a lot of ways. Cause I don't, I don't get, I'm not a fear-based living guy and there's just not, I mean, I, I don't operate in that, but I think the angst, you know, that is where I would say anxiety maybe shows up in small ways as if, okay, Hey, am I, am I handling this? the right way? Am I pushing myself? Am I showing up right now where I need to show up? And that can be showing up as a dad, as a, as a husband, as, you know, as a business owner, as an educator, whatever that is. But, um, am I doing everything that I can right here at this moment? You know, it's those little things. And if not, then I need to shift and pivot. So yeah, I love that, man. I think that's, I think that's good. See, making me, making me bringing self-awareness out right now. Love it. No, it's, I love it. So you mentioned 75 heart too. And yeah. so, um, you know, interested to hear about that. The fourth question is really about any kind of physical disciplines. Is that something that you, um, you know, bring into your, your daily life? Is that something that you want to bring into daily life? What do you think about, you know, any kind of just kind of physical discipline, um, that you try to take on for yourself? You know, and I started doing that. That was the whole point of me jumping into this yeah. uh, 75 hour, which was really yeah. kind of a cool thing because it was bigger than that. Obviously, Andy Priscilla did a great job with this challenge, right? Sure. I mean, that guy, if you haven't listened to his podcast, if you can get past the language because some people get offended. Sure. Uh, it, to me, it's like I'm just hearing the message. The message. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Great. It, I mean, just truth. I yeah. mean, is real, real is real. I yep. mean, and, and real AF is the best title you could possibly yeah, get. Totally. Them, right? So the 75 hour challenge was great. A good friend of mine, um, Chris Vester was the one to kind of, we, he was client and we got to talking and I was like, you know, I'm intrigued in it, but I'm not that 
frontward social guy, more behind the curtain. I'm not going to go, hey, look at me today. Just not going to be my jam. Curious, yeah. though, because I like the thought process of me competing against me. Yeah. Um, so from that kind of conversation, and he had had that conversation with a few other people, he's like, hey, what if we did a private group where we did the 75 hard, okay? And then we add some faith element to it to where we meet every Friday night, have a men's group, do some reading. The books that we pick will, will kind of align with where we're right. our journey uh, and off we went yeah and okay. i mean hey i've made you know amazing relationship with these um other three men and yeah. the, the connection the conversations and just the way we've all been plugged in um almost by design if you will to bring different points to each person like each person needed these different uh, it, it's been an amazing journey uh, and it's awesome. still you know i'm still going past the 75 yeah because the goal was you know spiritual mental uh, and, and and physical and yep. the other part was that to go on a mission trip after we finished the 75 it. now it's supposed yeah. to be this month in nicaragua obviously that got pushed yeah um uh, but How cool man right but this is the beauty about challenging thinking outside the norm. You take a challenge, you go, well, that's great, but let's, let, let's make it, let's make it intentional. Right. Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of people seek mentorship to succeed professionally and they forget to seek uh, mentorship to, to grow spiritually and, and beyond. And, and again, whatever your faith is, I, yep. again, it doesn't have to be what my faith is. Just whatever it is, yep. when you surround yourself with people that can help level you up into that walk and understanding that it makes a difference to calm your mind, to get you locked in. Um, the other pieces start to, to click after that. So oh, yeah. yeah, it's been a cool journey, man. So cool. So cool. I'm excited. For, uh, I'm excited for you guys. That was definitely, you know, as we, trying to get some of the, uh, some of the young men here more, a little more physically active. And some of them, you know, I knew some of them could use that. And, and I had mentioned that I was going to be taking on kind of that 75 hard. And I had a group of them that jumped in with me and, um, it was really cool. It was amazing to see the discipline that they were willing to apply to that. And, and it was cool to see the physical, I mean, the physical changes were yes. crazy obvious for so many of them, but you know, the best part was the connecting and the conversations around what we were reading. And the best part was, um, you know, around the, the mental and spiritual growth that, that all of them experienced, you know, for, for that whole thing. Uh, far oh, 100%. What Interesting. you can see and what you can't see. Yep. Absolutely. No, Absolutely. So, um, you know, when you were here with, uh, with our kiddos, you know, we dove into a number of things and, and, um, and you poured in them for, for a couple hours, man, two, three hours. And it was, it was awesome. Um, we went down the, the trail of money and, and just kind of talking about, uh, you know, finances in general and, and yep. youth is very curious around that. And they feel like they don't get enough of real, actual financial, practical advice, um, from schools, you know, they don't, they don't feel like they get that enough. And so, um, that's really kind of the genesis of this question is, is what's a good piece of just finance. And there's so many ways you could go with this, but, you know, what's a good piece of financial advice for somebody who's just coming out of high school, maybe just coming out of college, they're young and they're going, man, I, I've never really learned anything about money. Um, what would you say? Well, what's interesting though is I'm seeing it and it's almost like I don't even have to say anymore is, is that the, during, you know, like kind of our, our spurt, it was all about the things. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Fancy cars, clothes, shoes, like. Sure. Totally. I mean, it doesn't seem as top of mind like it used to be. So I would say they're already ahead of the curve because to some extent right now, the financial pieces, 
not getting into debt, understanding yeah. that cash is king, yep. um, making investments, man. I mean, so it was like, you know, I always say I, I, I never, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I thought about changing anything. Yep. At, at the same point in time, I'm like, but had I done things a little bit different? Yeah, right, right, right. Right. And, and I would have done things a little bit different. So those that are watching that are young and think about it, I mean, you know, my goal now would be investing, investing, investing now, because yeah. the, the fun game it can, you can still have fun in being young at a low, low cost. Right. Sure. As we get older, it becomes a little bit more interesting. Um, but I look at, at some of these guys. I mean, heck, I was just watching a video this morning. It was a trick. This one young kid, you know, made over a million dollars selling shoes, right? And um, you think about that. And you think about the ability to how, how, ca how generating cash can be faster than it ever has been yeah. with all the platforms in place. I mean, we were always looking for the get rich quick. I mean, I, that's part of my problem, too, at young age. I was looking for the get. I wasn't willing to put in the work. I was looking right. for the quick. What was the, quick. The, the quick and easy? Yeah. Here we have put in the work at a quicker scale. Yeah. Um, so I would say find your drive, find the things that, may, that click for you, start turning your money. So if you can put it into things and start building um, assets and things of that nature that actually return, you know, whether that's making investments and learning how to play stocks. I mean, some people are anti-stock and like, hey, sure. there's still some play there. Sure. There's real estate options. There's ways to invest in real estate. There's all kinds of things yep. uh, to build out your thing. So it's kind of like, well, everybody's in the cheap seats right now at your age. Yeah, You could be changing the game in the, in, in the next five to 10 years. So yeah. if you're 16 at 26 and 36, you can be playing in a whole different arena because you started at 16. Started earlier. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's a, it's a weird thing. You know, I remember being obviously being 16 and it's weird because you think of 26, you think of 36 as just being crazy old. You think of it as being super far away, um, you know, or, or you think that, um, you know, I'll, I'll start investing and changing those habits at that point. Right. Um, you know, and, and you can start at any point now and all starts yeah, right now. that's exactly it. And all of those things are false. Like you'll be 26 or 36 before you know it, you'll still have crazy amount of time. You'll remember 16, like yeah. it was yesterday and you'll sit there and wish that you had started right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, I mean, it's the thing you got one ticket in life. Okay. So you got your one ticket in your hand. It's a golden ticket. It starts right now. Stop. That, that was probably some of my things too. And, and even today, sometimes you get to that point of, well, there's always tomorrow. And you know what? There's no guarantee on tomorrow. It's yeah. only today. Today yeah. is today. Yep. So, you know, and God, I'm not the first one to ever say that. Like this content isn't new. Yeah. The, the difference is for you that's watching is it becomes real if you execute on it. Bingo. Everybody keeps saying it because they're living in that regret because they didn't. That's it. You have the opportunity to do it. The question is, are you going to choose to do it? That's it. And I think and, that, God, that's it, dude. It's the, that's, you know, if I have, and I think I've checked this off. I mean, I think that if that was really any, any one fear maybe that I had would, would, it was regret. You know, I just, I did not want to come to the end whenever that was and go, man, I wish I had. I wish I had done this. I wish I had collected that experience. I wish I had gone for this. I wish I had put forth the effort on this. Like, I don't want to have that. Um, you know, I feel like I'm in a good place with that now, but that's, that's right. And it takes that mentality of just going, man, I got to start now. Hedge your bet on life. That's it. You're hedging your bet on life. That's it, man. So good. So if you've got, so you're working at, at you know, you're running Vista Dash and you've got a young person that comes out and says, Hey, Dan Moore, 
I want to work for you in whatever capacity. What do you want to see from that young person? What is that young person going to show you that makes you go, okay, I want to take this person on. And is it, you know, I want to see your, give me your, give me your straight A's from Harvard. Is it, um, you know, what, what does that, what does that need to look like? Oh, you know, it's funny. Like, I, I mean, I'd love to just have my team answer that question because, um, you know, I look at hiring completely, I guess a little different, if you will. Um, I'm not worried about the pedigree on the resume. Yeah. I can write a good resume. Sure. I can shine that turn up any which way I want to yep. based on whatever door I'm walking into. Yep. I'm going to get you on the phone and I'm just going to have a conversation like we're having right now. Yep. I'm not going to ask you an interview question because yep. I'm going to get into who you are and what makes you tick. Yep. That's going to make me decide. I'm always looking for real yep. because I can teach you the Bingo. job, Bingo. but I can't teach you how to live a life of challenge. Meaning we, we operate and I, I use this word in a challenge culture. Just because I have this title does not mean I am off limits. My, the team can come and say, Dan, you're crazy at any given time. Yep. We, we challenge each other because the only way you level up and the only way you have great success in any organization is if you are playing the team sport. Yep. Because every idea has a value, and I want people that are willing to come in respectfully challenge the way things are being done because the way we do it today isn't going to be the way we do it tomorrow. And if it's working, I always tell it, what are we going to break today? Love it. Cause if it's working, it can always be broken. Yep. I love it. So, love it. so, you know, when I, that, that young mindset, I'm just looking for that person that's hungry, yeah. mentally hungry, that thirst of like knowledge growth, uh, and can do, I mean, I, I have some of the most amazing team members that work countless hours that are relentless and, and I have done nothing to do that. Right. So good, man. I, it was cool. I had, a, um, I had a, a former student of mine, um, reach out about a month ago. He shoots me a, uh, shoots me a DM through Instagram and he says, Hey, I'm interviewing for my first like real job, job, like career level job right now. And I had this guy when he was in sixth grade. All right. So this was, I had him a long time ago. So he reached out. He says, man, can I jump on the phone with you right now? I'm getting ready to go to this interview. And I said, sure. So I had just gotten here to, to campus. So I was on the parking lot. And so I jumped on the phone with him and, and, uh, he's like, gosh, I'm trying to, I, you know, I went through and I was trying to figure out all the questions I think they're going to ask. And, um, but I, I'm just, I'm really struggling. I think it's cause I'm nervous, but I'm really struggling remembering all of the right answers to all of these questions that I think he's going to ask. I'm not sure if he is, but I've got all the right answers. I'm like, well, you're relax. You are an amazing human being. And this kid is, I mean, he's a brilliant guy. He's a super fun guy to be around. The position that he was going for was um, kind of a lower level sales-based job. He is a natural communicator. He's a natural connector, right? I'm like, you, you just need to go in there and have a great conversation with another human being. That's it. Quit trying to guess what they're going to say. Quit trying to guess what you're going to say around it. That is not going to make, you're not going to be the real version of you. If you go in there, you just relax and just go where the conversation leads. With no, ex, no, no expectation of coming out. The worst thing that happens is you don't get the job. That's okay. And then you go somewhere. Else. I mean, that's the worst thing that happens. So go in there and just let yourself, you know, just let yourself be you. 
um, that's it. You know, yep. take, take all the at bats. I think that's the other piece too. Is people people get get caught up in fearing they're going to fail in the moment instead of realizing, hey, I'm going to go. This is another at bat. That's it. I'm going to swing for the fence, and I'm going to miss more than I hit. Yep. But you know what? I'm not going to have any regret because I took the swing every time. Because I took the swing, and then the more you take, the more swings you take. Yeah, the more you miss, but the more you hit. Correct, and you also start refining because you understand you speed. Get better at hitting. It's not, I mean, it's not rocket science. It's just moving. It's really not. Yeah. But yet we as human beings continue to just kind of do the definition of insanity for some uh, reason. That's exactly it. And that's been the history of us forever. Yeah. That's why we keep talking about it, right? It's so we true, just want, man. We so want true. the youth to, to exceed us. I, I tell my daughters this all the time. My purpose is to make you better than me. Yep. Bingo. And, and sometimes that's kind of a like, I'm not getting it, dad. If you, if you listen, I'm going to share all my mistakes with you. Yep. I'm not worried about the wins. I'm going to share yeah. all my mistakes with you so that you have the knowledge to understand how to navigate them. I'm not saying be afraid of them. I'm not saying quit when it gets tough. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm saying, I'm saying you're not going to blow things it. Things that happen, yep. push through it. Yep. Okay. That, that, that pain that was, that was catastrophic to me now will be a pinprick to you because I've equipped you yep. to navigate it. It's literally that simple. Literally that simple. I love that. So question seven is around, is around discipline and equipping, equipping young people with discipline. So what is something you personally either had to discipline yourself around doing that you didn't necessarily want to do, but it was a means to an end, or you are currently in the process of having to discipline yourself around that maybe you don't necessarily want to do, but you're having to figure out. Ooh, um, there's a couple here. Yeah. Uh, one, one discipline is that um, sometimes I just got to do it. Yeah. So, so one weak point, chink in my armor, if you will, for the sake of this, is I am my own worst critic. So putting content out on social media, like I get all the time, you don't put enough out there. You don't put enough out there. You yeah. need to do this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And it's funny, some, like I've just got to hit the go button. Yeah. And I'm working past that. But again, it, it's a chink in there. I just criticize myself. Yeah. The point of not acting, right? So sometimes we got to eat our own dog food and move past it. Yep. Uh, but again, it's something I will continue to work on. The other piece is, is um, not, I guess I've trained myself on is I don't get hung up in the noise. You know, even from a work perspective, I'll use my kernel. You know, people ask, well, Dan, who's Vista competition? And my response sometimes gets, a, I mean, I know where our competitors are, but I yeah. laugh and I go, I go, I don't have any competition. We compete against ourselves. The second I look at them, I lose my ground. Yeah. So it's a conditioning effort of, I don't get hung up on yeah. looking around of who am I competing with, competing against, because I feel if we compete against our own selves, we will continue to gain ground. The second I start to compete with someone else or look over or, you know, you know look at the racing aspect. Anytime someone's racing, you see them, they're getting ready to look at the fish line. They take that look and all of a sudden that look just cost them because yep. it was that shift in momentum, right? Yep. They lost sight of where they were going. Um, so I try to be disciplined in that one and try to be yeah. disciplined in not listening to the noise. Yeah. Everybody, everybody has an opinion. Yep. And their opinions are only derived on basically their experience, yeah, lack of experience perspective. or right. perspective in, in scenarios. And it's like, yep. sometimes, you know, 
you just have to kind of hit the mute button when, yeah. it, when, when it's really challenging. It's easy yep. to, to consume data on a daily basis and hear points and perspective. But when you're in the thick, sometimes you've got to just be able to hit the can noise cancellation and just keep trucking yep. uh, until you get yourself on solid ground. Yeah, I think that's really good. I think that's really good. And and I like what Gary says on that too, where you also have to do that for all the stuff saying, hey, you're the best and you're doing everything right and you're doing everything. You got to hit the mute button on that too. Because um, you can get, you can hit, you start resting on that. Um, yeah, exactly. When, when you start eating, drinking the Kool-Aid, right? Yep. yep. Someone yep. else is going to take your ground. That's exactly right. It's exactly right. I love that. So question number eight is my favorite question of the whole thing. So what is a piece of common knowledge Something everybody knows, but Dan Moore goes, yeah, but that's not true. Ooh, I feel like you already know this one. I feel like you want to zing it out there a little bit. Is, is there is there one you want to touch on? So I feel like we've danced on this one. I know there's one that, that we've talked about. You're like, I want you to dig on this one. So, well, I mean, the only, so the one I always, the one that I go back to when you get, because this is a tough question. So when you guys are like, oh man, what is, the one I always go back to is college in general. Um, I mean, that's what I go back to and say, you know, everybody knows you got to go to college to be successful. And I actually think it's the opposite. I actually think it's the bad decision for 90% of people out there. Um, so that's one I always kind of give the example of, but so I'm not sure that's what good. mine's work-life balance. Okay. Yep. That one, right. that one drives me to the point right. of just like madness. Yeah. And here's why there's no such thing. Right. Yep. At the end of the day, you're the balance. Sorry. There's no better way to put this. Yeah. Work-life balance. Yeah. Anything worth having takes work. Yep. If you want to have a great marriage, it takes time, effort, and work. You want to have amazing kids, it takes time, effort, work. You want to have an amazing career, it takes time, work, effort. You have to figure out on any given day which account is going to go to the negative, to the positive, or stay dead neutral. Yeah. You are that little pyramid with the thing called life balance yeah. period. Yeah. The there, there's no fairy tale skill rainbow, but we create this work of work life balance. Yeah. That one just sets me off. Yeah. I think that's really good. Cause at the end of the day, some of the, all the things it's, it's no different than writing the book. Yeah. There are people that think I wrote the book while I was working. Yeah. Because that's how people think. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing about it is, is no, that would be incorrect. Yeah. It's called, withdrawals and deposits, meaning I got up two hours early. I went to bed two hours later and wrote on the bookends exactly. because I still had a job to do and I still had to be a dad and a husband and That's the right. book couldn't impact those mediums. So I had to be the balance, yeah. but it's okay. Don't believe me because you won't take that action. You won't take that discipline, right? Exactly. That's the difference between those that want to be different and those that want to be, I guess, whatever it is they want to be, whatever it is they want to be. Put your own label on it, but here's the thing. Don't judge me for wanting to be extraordinary and pushing my own limits. Right. And being able to multi-vertical myself because I'm able to diverse my time, yep. meaning work gets its time. It gets its time to be successful. The team is touched. Everybody's moving in the right direction. My home life, kids, wife, get my time. Now, do I have do I have some challenges there? Yeah, that almighty, this guy right here, let me tell you, sometimes this little guy is oh, the demon. That's it. Right. Yeah. If, if I had an addiction, it's the cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so sometimes, and again, I'm trying, but like any good, we, we got to hit the 12 steps and I'm still trying to just get to the, I, I have yeah. a problem yeah. uh, and, and I've got to put it down and wipe my hands of it. But at the end of the day, 
that's the fundamental problem. If you're looking at this and watching it right now and you're, you know, just hitting the negative button or you're looking at social media and hitting the negative button, guess what? I want you to walk into your bathroom. I want you to look in that little mirror, look in the reflection and hit that negative button because yeah. that's the problem right now. That's it's the, not me. It's not this guy too. Yep. Yep. And that's, that's it. So I took that one a little, little hardcore with but the No, box. man, I like it though. I just, but man, that gets me fun because I've come under some, you know, heat for that stuff. Sure. And I'm like laughing. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. Yep. I leveled up in a way that you aren't thinking. That you aren't. It's exactly it. And the people that are, the people that really hang their hat on the work-life balance thing, really hang their hat on that. And they're, they're the ones that are espousing that more and more and more and more. Those are the people that, hey, maybe it's just coincidence, but usually aren't exactly achieving the things that they said they want to achieve. I mean, it's they're, they're the ones that are, they're using the term work-life balance to excuse away doing very little. Correct. And, and here's the thing with that one. If that's you, you have two choices, accept it yep. and say, I'm good with that right. and stop judging everybody that's doing something different exactly. or two, Hey, I, uh, yeah, you know what? It's not where I want to be yeah. good. Yeah. Look in the mirror and start fixing it. And Fix you. That is it. There is, that's it. We've got 11 rules in our house and one of the rules that is, and they're printed. You like 11, 11 your number. Dude, it is our number. I'm picking get, that up. I'm, dude, it's our, and I'll give you, I'll actually give you, and I'll give you um, a little backstory on that too. But one of the rules is no complaining, fix it. Oh, 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 I love that one. Like, yeah, you, want, you want a job? Here, I'll tell you. If you've got something to complain about, come with the solution, not the problem. Bingo. That's it. Because exactly. I will, I, I, my door is always open for the person that says, hey, I've got a problem. And I was thinking this. Wow, that's a really good idea. Right. Let's punch through that a little bit. Right. Right? right. So I'm telling you, yes, you can complain all day long. I'll take all the complaints. If you come to the table with the solution, I'll listen to every complaint you got. There you start, go. start throwing me the solutions. Trying to fix it. That's it. At least you're showing effort and I can coach effort. I can help you through that. Right. But I can't help you if you just got a problem and you're looking yeah. at me because I can tell you some ideas and I can, I can coach but you're not going to receive because you're not even in the mindset of you want to fix it. You just no, want to complain. Just want to complain. That's exactly it. People get stuck right there. No, I love that. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, so 11. So yes, yeah, so we have the 11 rules. Obviously we have the essential 11 on the questions. My, so my anniversary is on the 11th. Um, both of my daughters are born on, on an 11th. Uh, my boy's okay. born on a, he was born on a one. So he only got part of it in there, but at least he stayed true to the ones um, and all that kind of stuff. My, my oldest daughter was actually born on one, 11 11 and she was baby number 111 born at the hospital uh that year too so yeah it is it is uh definitely permeates our our entire family and everything so yeah it's kind of funny yeah um so this one's just kind of a fun kind of a fun question uh and and i think the genesis of this is just thinking that hey once we people you know reach a certain level of of success and, and, you know, their, their life looks amazing from, from, uh, you know, all accounts, whether it's the Instagram account or whether it's real life, you know, it looks amazing. Um, they've got it all figured out at this point, you know, and, and we want to make a point that well, absolutely not. There are definitely things we suck at. And so if you look at Dan Moore, what is something you just totally, I know you said there's things you're working on, there's things you're developing discipline around, but what do you just straight up suck at? Like you're garbage. You're garbage at something. Wow. 
I hear somebody laughing in the background on this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what do I suck at? Yeah. What do you just suck at? Mm. Um, okay. Well, that's a, that's a good one. There's a couple. I mean, I'm going to second this one. Um, sometimes I just don't, um, which way to go with that one that's a good one because there's a couple ways you go with this one and i'm like hmm. yeah i mean that's i mean i i can go a number of i i anything having to do with with technology i i suck but it's my fault because i'm i've got a mental block where i'm like i i don't even want it's so frustrating to me before i even look at it it may be the most simple thing in the world but it's so frustrating to me before I even look at it that I don't allow myself to get, I suck anything technological related. Like I won't even hook up the VCR or VCR. Do we have VCR or a DVD? Okay, that, just said, that just said it right there. Cause yeah, most of the time that, we've gone to streaming the days yeah. of DVD. Like I don't even buy D everything's Apple. everything's streaming. I said VCR, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like I'm still yeah, going yeah. to blockbuster. Yeah. Dear yep. God. So that shows you. How By the way, they close a well. So it tells you how yeah, far back you suck that. on tech. Oh, dude, I suck. I've sucked yeah. at it the whole time. I mean, I suck at golf i went once and i will never go again because yeah, I, yeah but you're okay but okay, again those are like your question is more intentional right it has to do with with personal i would tell you a i suck at uh, at disconnecting i need to disconnect yeah. more yeah good one yep. um if i'm being intentional i need yep. to disconnect more. yep so there's that the other piece is sometimes uh, i've got to do a better job of realizing it's not about when it comes to the content thing. And, and this is something that a couple of people have, have said, and it made me kind of think, and, and I've started to use it against myself to try and do it more. It's like reverse psychology a little bit. Yeah. Um, who am I depriving of information? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, Cause someone's going to watch this and they're going to be like, Hey, there's two nuggets that changed my day, changed yeah. my life, changed my something. Right. Yep. Right. And, and there comes a point to where, everybody has something to offer if they're being real. So it comes to that point of. Yeah. Yep. No, who, who am I letting down today? Right. Yeah. I think that's great. I think it's a good. So, thing. so those are two pieces kind of keep it in check. Yeah. But that's a really disconnecting, good. Disconnecting has got to be a priority because it's intentional. It has an impact, it has an impact on your spouse. It has an impact on your kids. Yeah. You're setting the time. There's so many things that are being kind of looked at microscopically. Yeah. Right. And, and you've got to be aware of those people that, that are watching you and, and the example that you're setting. Right. Totally. Uh, and, and when you have kids, I mean, you are the bar. Yeah. Yeah. You are, you are. And disconnect. I mean, I think that's something I need to get better at too. There's just yeah. the disconnection and being intentional about when the phone goes down and I'm pretty good about it for the most part, but, um, I definitely get, I can definitely get caught. I have my relapses. Yeah. Sure. I had a relapse state. I'm trying for to. Sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, question number 10 is almost kind of the catch all. So this is like the, this is what would be on your epitaph sort of, sort of thing. So if you, if, you know, people, if we said, okay, Dan, from, if they hear one thing that you say this entire time, this entire conversation, what is the one message you want them to take away from you? Simply put, if you're stuck right now, it's you. You're oh. not happy with your job. You're not happy with your marriage. You're not happy yep. with your kids. You're not happy. It's you. You. 
You've yep. got to unpack your own unhappiness to move forward. And again, everybody's betting on you. Yeah. So it's you looking in the mirror and just getting real. That's it. Bingo. I mean, everything else, the money, the success, like these young yeah. kids looking for it, even, the, even got people our age looking for the same thing is yeah. none of that happens. See, this is the whole point. All of that is byproduct. Yep. It all starts to happen when you unlock you. Yep. That's it. You, uh, that's another one of the rules of the house. You are personally responsible. Always. It's you. Yeah. You, it comes yeah. back to you. You're personally responsible. You're personally responsible for doing the things you need to do. You're personally responsible for thinking the things you need to think, for saying the things you need to say, for taking care of whatever it is you need to take care of. And if something needs to be fixed, you need to fix it. You're personally responsible. Yeah, I love that. I listened to a really good uh, conversation with, uh, it was Jordan Peterson and, and um, Dennis Prager uh, that, they just, that they just put out not too long ago. And I mean, it was all just around individualism but individualism in the way of personal responsibility uh, and it just fixes everything you know so good so question 11 the final one anybody else young people should be following looking at and the way i frame it is you know anybody else that you would say hey you got to get this person on the podcast uh, yeah that's a good one i mean funny thing is we run a lot of the same people we keep for sure with. yeah for uh, sure but I would tell you, uh, you know, especially in my space, I, I love, and, and again, I have three daughters. So yes. I'm all about, um, you, you know, women really getting their, their due time, right? Yeah. Taking these leadership roles, just all about that. My good friend, Lisa Copeland, is just a driver of, of that. Um, and she brings some, some great content about just empowering the female, right? Yeah. Really kind of doubling down on that. But there's so many great um, women leaders out there that don't get enough uh, credit. They're, they're putting great content out, right? So, Lisa um, Copeland. Yeah, she's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Absolute sweetheart. Just yep. real Austin, Texas. I mean, if you're in Texas, you're just real. I mean, yeah. I just yeah. feel like a Texas yeah. thing. But uh, I just, I love the fact, kids, that's how I tell my girls, you know, hopefully by the time you're, you know, pursuing your careers and doing your thing, the, the, the wave has changed a little bit. But if not, I'm going to connect you and pour into you all of the right people and, and thoughts around being able to rise above, right? You've got a time harder than everybody else, right? It's just that whole method of relentless, right? Um, I mean, Tim Grover's kind of led the charge on relentless. You know, I was just going to say, did you read Tim Grover's book since you said relentless? So, okay. I figured you probably did, but hey, what am I? I don't even know. I, I, I mean, come on. If you love, love or hate Kobe, he was yeah. relentless. Oh. Jordan, relentless. Uh, I mean, and, and if you want the unknown look, sad. you got to read the book relentless. So you got, you like, and, and audio book, get both. Read the paperback because it's good. I always get the audio as well because I feel like there's the added set. It's almost like the, the extra in the, that movie that you get to where you get to see yeah. behind the scenes. And yeah. um, from David Goggins to, yes. to Grover, these guys, man, oh, man. Yeah. You know, it really it puts it all in perspective. It does. It elevates, it elevates the content, man, because of those, those guys. It's just, again, talk about the realism. You, you feel it, you know? It's, it's no joke. I mean, feel it with those hey, guys. I get when it's not about, I mean, Grover was like, I'm not about the money. I'll kick you right out right now. You yeah, know? Yeah. And, 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 you know, the behind the scenes when Kobe tore his Achilles, yep. he was, 
he flew out that night off the grid. Yeah. Landed, met with Grover. Like, I mean, there's some just that's the wiring yeah. of 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 greatness, if I'm you great. will, or just someone that says, sure. you know, we put everybody on scales. And what I would say in that to even make it simple is it's your own greatness that matters. It's you yep. looking in the mirror and saying, I've achieved my own greatness. Who cares what everybody else has to right. say? There's right. no, at the end of the, the deal, there's no parade for you. Okay. Right. The only parade is the legacy that you leave, which is your, your family. Yep. Right. And, and so that's the, the level up. That's that closer. Even, even I, I gotta tell you, Grover talked about that too. He goes, you may not be a professional athlete, maybe just being relentless father. Yeah. Right. That was the best phrase right there was saying we're getting too hung up on setting the bar and measuring ourselves to something, whether it's the amount of riches you have, the size of your house, the cars, the this and that. And some people will say, well, Dan, look at, but I'm choosing my own path. I'm playing my own game. You can judge me for what I have. That's fine. It may be here today and gone tomorrow. Who knows? But yeah. at the end of the day, I'm running my own life and it has no bearing on outcome. Yep. But what I would tell you is, is that your greatness is what you choose it to be exactly. if you're just being honest. You want to be the greatest father? It doesn't mean you have to be the best employee. You got to have millions of dollars in the bank. It just yeah. means you're the greatest father, yep. or the greatest mother, or the greatest spouse, whatever. That's it. But at the end of the day, you know what your greatness is right now, do you? And are you even trying? So good, man. So good. So good. Could not end on anything better. Man, where do we go to find uh, more about you for anybody that's anybody's listening, uh, that's watching? Yeah, right obviously on the social channels, yeah. um, Facebook, Twitter, yep. Instagram. Yeah, I'll put some more content out. Uh, but, I mean, I spend a lot of my time behind the scenes, so DMs are great. Yeah. If there's something I can help you out with, if you're hung up somewhere, if you just need, you know, just, just a little nudge. That's what I'm here for. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's all about getting back. And remind them about the book. Do More, Get More on Amazon. Yes, Do sir. More. M-O-R-E, get more, M-O-R-E. Perfect. Yeah, highly recommended. My brother, I always appreciate you, man. Uh, anytime, man. It's always great to connect. Yeah, man. Like I said, I'll be sending out a video later today, so give uh, give love to uh, wife and kiddos, man. Will do, and uh, tell the kids I'll be there soon. Yes, sir. I will. Thanks, buddy. There you go, man. Always have a good time talking to that dude. Highly recommend the book. Like I said, one of my favorites of 2019. Um, so you should definitely uh, jump on and check that out. I think it's 14, 15 bucks on uh, Amazon right now and absolutely well worth it. Uh, and give him a follow and you'll continue to get those nuggets, man. So uh, thank you guys again. Thank you for continuing to share, continuing to listen. Uh, and please, uh, if you have not done so already, uh, don't forget, leave us a review, leave us a rating. It definitely helps. Uh, until next time.